0: Welcome to the Confluence Investment Asset Allocation Weekly Podcast. I'm Phil Adler, and I'm joined by Bill O'Grady, Confluence Investment Management Chief Market Strategist. The Asset Allocation Weekly Report, dated July 31st, 2020, discusses whether the pandemic will lead to a permanent reduction in the U.S. senior workforce and what impact that might have on investment strategy. Bill, what factors may cause a permanent reduction in the number and percentage of workers over the age of 65 in the workforce? Since the early
1: 1990s, we have seen a steady rise in the over 65-year-old workers in the labor force. Some of this is due to the aging baby boom, but many of those baby boomers are staying in the labor force past the age of 65. number of reasons for this. One may be due to the lack of retirement funds. Others may be continued good health, and workplaces have shown more flexible work environments. COVID-19 is a particular danger to older people the fatality rates tend to rise with age. And so these workers having the option of retirement may simply opt to leave the workforce. At the same time, companies may prefer younger workers, not only because they have a better fatality profile from the virus, but because they also tend to be paid less.
0: Let's look at the possible impact. Is the current number, the current number of senior workers high or low compared to past periods in US history?
1: Not only is the over 65, the highest it's ever been, but it isn't expected to plateau until the 2040s.
0: How about the percentage of senior workers compared to the overall workforce?
1: Well, interestingly enough, that percentage used to be a lot higher. In the 1950s, before widespread pensions and social security, workers tended to stay in the workforce because there was simply no alternative. That percentage steadily declined into the mid 1980s, but has been rising ever since. The rise is likely due to a number of factors. The end of the defined benefit pension plan means many baby boomers didn't save enough to retire. The baby boom was also a very well educated cohort and thus can find work more easily on their own terms. They may prefer work, or at least some work, to full retirement.
0: Well, do you think the trend toward contract and part-time labor affected these readings in a meaningful way. I guess what I'm asking is, is it possible that seniors make up a sizable percentage of contract employees?
1: I haven't seen a lot of data on this, but anecdotal reports suggest that the American retirement has morphed from full-time pre-retirement work to part-time post-retirement with great flexibility. Seniors do seem to make up a high level of these workers, although formal data has been difficult to find.
0: Would a trend toward younger workers generally help a company's bottom line and be positive for stocks, or is that too simplistic a hypothesis?
1: It's actually something of a mixed bag. On the one hand, substituting lower paid workers for higher ones should immediately help the bottom line. However, the difference might not be all that meaningful. Another problem is, is that younger workers may not be as productive. The older worker with deep experience may be able to get more done in less time. And again, this is not a universal experience. Technology tends to favor younger workers, so it, it, it is very complicated and a bit simplistic.
0: What other impact might a trend toward a younger U.S. workforce have on the economy and investment decisions?
1: There has been a virtual cottage industry for years using demographics to predict the economy and markets, and although we have great respect for demographic data and use it in our own analysis, we always warn that demographics isn't destiny. In other words, the baby boom had particular characteristics that have differentiated it from earlier generations. It has seen greater wealth disparity. Wealthy baby boomers have tended to be in better health, and so they have tended to hold on to their equity positions longer than earlier generations. The virus may reverse that situation, and boomers are forced to leave the workforce and thus may desire to reduce risk in their portfolios. The downside is, however, that low interest rates available make leaving equities quite difficult.
0: What are the chances, Bill, in your opinion, that a potential trend toward younger workers will become a reality?
1: I view it as elevated. Uh, There will be reluctance on both employees and employers to take the risk of contracting COVID-19, thus making younger workers more attractive.
0: Is the trend more likely to be realized the longer the pandemic lasts?
1: Yes, and I suspect we'll be dealing with this virus for at least another three to five years. Even getting a vaccine will not end the issue because it will likely take a while for broad acceptance to develop. There would be two events that would change my mind on this issue. The first is that if the virus mutates into a less virulent form, which is possible, the second would be antiviral treatments that reduce the risk of the disease similar to what we've seen with AIDS.
0: Thank you, Bill. You can find a link to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report on the front page of confluenceinvestment.com. Also, on that page, you can find a link to a PowerPoint presentation discussing charts which support the confluence outlook. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.